Well, hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. Today, I have a treat for you. Can you hear my excitement? I am chatting with Christy Tolkien today, a fabulous retailer, seeing such great success in her beautiful uh, shop called Revive Vintage. I have asked her to come in and chat with us. Uh, Christy is a friend and an inner circle member. I invited her to come in and share some of her success secrets, um, you know, as she navigates this uh, really beautiful business that she's doing and all the bumps and things that go along with it. We talk about community. We talk about working full time with your husband. We chat a little bit about mental health and all of the big takeaways for that and how Christy shares so open and vulnerably about that part of her her life. Pay particular attention to our conversation around taking care of yourself, being open and honest about that as well too. She exemplifies a shop owner doing it her way and making a life first around her beautiful business. Did you hear what I said? (laughs) A life first and then making the business work around that. She does it so well. I'm so excited. She said yes to come in. I met Christy in a Facebook group um, when I first became a milk paint retailer back in 2012 or 13. We became really good biz BFFs. We were chatting all the time in, in Facebook groups all the time. We were sharing together. We would share like what's working, what's not in our shops. And I've always been drawn to Christie's authentic approach to running her businesses, um, using her heart, her head. She's just really good people. You know, those people that you just love to be around. And I just loved being around her. Um, she cares so deeply about her customers, her community and her business. So I thought she was a perfect fit to come in and invite and chat with us. So Christy's been refinishing uh, furniture and reviving furniture over 25 years. She is so well known. She's really well known in Alberta and British Columbia, Canada for her creative designs, her knowledge and her refinishing. The quality of her work, the attention to detail. She's just an amazing artist. She's crazy awesome. Her husband, Craig, has been sanding, repairing, and building right alongside with her. And his knowledge and what he brought to the table was his corporate career experience. He's, it's truly a family-run business. They, they thrive on a passion, and they are definitely the uh, epitome of an amazing, um, passion-driven small business. Revive Vintage is a beautifully curated creative shop, artistically inspired furniture, home decor, and accessories. She has an incredible, beautiful shop. I was so fortunate I've been able to go out and visit her and hang out at her shop and at her house. And funny story on that, um, when I first, I was on, I was working out west, I was doing some uh, training, some retailer training, in Vancouver, which is a ferry ride away from where she is. And I called her and I said, can I, can I come visit? So somebody drove me to the ferry and then she picked me up on the other side of the ferry. And I spent some time hanging out with her and her family. And I remember my husband said, you're just going to go stay with a stranger in their house. And I'm like, she's not a stranger. Like we're friends on Facebook. We're Facebook friends. We talk all the time. We didn't even Zoom at the time. Like, I don't know, wasn't Zoom wasn't a thing back in the day. So I'm like, yeah, we're just going to go hang out. I, I'm, I'll i be all right. So we had a wonderful time and I so appreciate it. Their uh, hospitality and they are 
amazing people. And that was, oh my gosh, several years ago. And uh, we talk a little bit about that in our interview, but it, they're, they're an amazing couple. And the reason I really wanted to bring Christy on is they just exemplify everything that I think a lot of, or not everything, but you know, they're doing things right. And I wanted to bring them in so that we could have a chat uh, or Christy and so we could have a chat. Christy and Craig are celebrating their 10th business anniversary. Isn't that awesome? 10 years. We all know that milestone and how good that feels. So let's go. Let's listen in. Listen into my chat with my friend Christy about life and about business, about being a small shop owner, the ups and the downs, and uh, her philosophy. I want you to really listen closely. There's a lot of an amazing nuggets in here that I hope you'll take away about boundaries and just all the things so that we can really keep enjoying our small businesses and the lifestyle that we want to go with it in beautiful communities. So pay attention to some of the things she talks about her community and how she's building community and how important her community, her actual community, her town is to the, in the vibrancy of the economic and social survival and all of those things about her town. We have a great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Don't forget, leave us a review, go follow Christy after, all the things, okay? I think you'll really appreciate this conversation. Thank you, my friends. Let's have our chat with Christy. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Welcome, Christine, to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm just as excited. So we are, I invited you on, I shouldn't say we are, but I invited you on because we've been friends for a long time, BFF, biz BFFs, I want to say, and I've been, had the privilege and the pleasure of watching you grow this incredible business. And I wonder if you could just share with everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you're located. Oh my gosh. So, um, Christy and I own Revive Vintage in Qualicum Beach. BC on Vancouver Island. I started it actually in Calgary in my basement, uh, just because I was a stay-at-home mom and my kid went back to school full time. And so it allowed me to still be a stay-at-home mom while just feeding my soul, really. So I kind of joke it was an accident. Because uh, when we moved here 10 years ago, we opened it. Brick and mortar in Qualcomm Beach best decision ever made the moving and the opening so you moved your life I I know this story but just to fill in some gaps you moved your life from a very busy life in Alberta to a quieter town in a like on Vancouver Island you're gonna put (laughs) Solicum Beach (laughs) and open your did you have any retail experience prior to that 
Oh, sure. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, growing up when you're working in the mall and selling clothes, I sold clothes, I sold boots. But when I quit my job to stay home, I was actually working in construction and I was the purchaser. So I, I always look back at that time because I remember that time not understanding why I was there. You know, like it again was a job I sort of just stumbled into. And I'm like, how did I end up working here buying construction equipment and safety glasses and other necessities? I just didn't understand it, but now it makes perfect sense. And I'm obviously grateful for it, but it it came back full circle. So yeah, I guess I had I had the basics of retail, but then I ended up learning more on the back end by accident, I guess. I'll say accident because I think everything's intentional, but when it's, you know, not something that you plan uh, the direction to go, it's just very interesting, isn't it? Well, and I think that happens to a lot of listeners, a lot of people listening, a lot of retailers listening. We have a passion and a we kind of bring all of the mm-hmm. previous life experiences and open our shops like that, you know, and so things don't happen by accident, but they, we kind of bring all those experiences. Everything like leads up to the moment, right? Right. And it wasn't mm-hmm. part of the plan to open a store and go to school. And oh God, no. So can you share, no. uh, can you share with our listeners the, what, what do you sell? What do you, what, what do you, what's in, what's in your store? What's in store? So what's in Advise Vintage is paint for furniture and all of the supplies that go with it. So primer and brushes and oils and waxes and papers and um, paint. Did I say paint? That's important to mention. And painted furniture that I do because that is where my passion lies. It's always been there. So that's where I I contribute on the shop floor. Uh, But we also have local artisans. I'm really, really big supporter of local artisans because I'm one myself. So we have about 30 local um, artisans in the shop who make anywhere from soap to jewelry to dried floral arrangements to signs to oh my gosh I can't even name all of them just 30 like 30 lamps stained glass like it just but it all fits the vibe of our shop so it's important that I keep that but it's also important that we have everyone there working together So that is something that I really admire about the way you are building your brand or you've built your brand and your reputation in Qualcomm. I mean, I've seen you really stay true to your roots and it's not always easy to work with makers and creatives and vendors. And I, and I know that, and I think you do a really, really good job, like really good job at curating enough vendors that you can still make a profit because that's important. And I know yeah. that math matters. We all know that. We talk about that a lot. Yeah, You're making a profit, but you're staying true to your brand. Can you speak a little, I did, that's one of the, one of the things I really think that you do so well is how do you make those decisions on going, like maybe going sideways, doing some wholesale, different things other than mm-hmm. like, do you have a funnel that you run things through or a decision-making process? How do you make your decisions on on what's what the vibe is and what needs to be in your store. Well, that's exactly what I say to myself. Like, does this fit the vibe of Revive Vintage? And I'll say that to people that approach me to be in the store too. I'll be like, if it fits the vibe, I'm totally interested. So vibe's one of my favorite words. 
I would love to fill the shop with all my favorite things. Like I've got a room full of plants and crystals and incense and I bake. And I mean, there's, I, you know, I do watercolor. Like there's lots of other things I love to do and I would love to have them there. But I was very clear when I opened about what I wanted my brand to be, because I feel like I've been to stores in my life that I'm not sure what they are. Hmm. Right. So you like, you walk in and you're like, okay, like what they have everything, you know, everything. And I'm just not really sure like what kind of store this is. And then for me, that also confuses the emotions because I'm an emotional girl of um, the connection to that business. So I wanted people to think of um, creativity and painted furniture and local artisans and have our shop be the one that pops in their brain right away instead of kind of being a, a mumbo of lots of different things and we don't pop in their brain right away. Almost like less is more, I think, when it comes to what you stock. But I have to have the hard conversation too with my husband, like, oh my gosh, Craig, I really think we should have houseplants. And he's like, no. And I try to justify it like it's decor because like, I want them, but no. And then we go through the checklist of like, okay, let's check off what our vibe is. And that helps. Right. And I mean, so I love that. And so many takeaways here from that. I mean, the vibe matters and however yeah. you want to determine vibe, like as far as the, the look and the feel and the, you mm -hmm. know, the people buy in our store. But a really big point that I hope everybody heard you say is when people are talking about our store, what are we the go-to for? What is yeah. like matter matters, right? Like being known yeah. for something matters. Yeah. There are other paint stores not far away from you. I know like, you know, I, I actually work with some of your other, you know, your people around you. So there's other people who sell paint, mm -hmm. there's other furniture painters, but you have stayed so unique to your style of painting too. Let me just like talk about what, you know, that. Oh, that's and, a whole other, yeah, thing. So, well, and that's evolved and grown as all yeah. our, oh, yeah. we can't keep things, we can't stay the same, but the vibes mm -hmm. have stayed the same, the feeling. Yeah. People walk into your shop. I've had the pleasure of being in your shop and I, like the, it's like, I still feel the vibe. I can still feel it. I can still feel all these years later. It's been yeah. many years oh, since I've been I there. I love it. And I can still feel like, what it was like to walk through your shop. And uh, so it's really, yeah. really important yeah. for everybody. Although I do think houseplants would work in your shop. I'm just saying, but anyway, because <laughs> it's a Christie vibe, but Craig probably would have something to say about that. But store. also I know that well, one store. of, <laughs> I know one of the things that has, that you would look at with that as well too, because I'm sure there's lots of things that fit the vibe that are not profitable yeah. and that, how do you say no to vendors when they come through and like, do you have a, is that easy for you or is that a difficult thing? Um, I guess it depends what it is. When new vendors come to me, the very first thing I do is does it check the vibe of the store? Right. And the vibe also ties into what our logo is and what our, our motto is. Like my logo literally has a paintbrush on it and our motto is artistically inspired. So that's a good place to start when feeling out the vibe. When vendors come to me, and, you know, they do check that box. The next thing is, is there anyone else in my community that offers this or something similar? 
because it really does take a village for everyone to be successful and we all need to stand out on our own. So as though, as I say, I would love to carry house plants, a new store just opened in town a year ago and that's what she does. I mean, I'm her best customer, I'm sure. So there's room for everybody and I can't be everything. Right. And so those are the two things that I really go through. Does it fit our vibe and who else carries it? And if no one else carries it, the third one is do the math. Mm-hmm. Is the wholesale going to work out where it's actually worth the real estate on my shop floor and on my shelves? Right. And sometimes that's like checks the first two boxes, but it doesn't check that. So yeah. it's a hard no, unfortunately. And I had to have that conversation with wholesalers. Like I would absolutely love to have you here, mm-hmm. but I won't make any money (laughs) and as much as I'd love to have you here uh my husband's gonna make sure we're making money right so let's talk about the husband so I love so a few I don't even remember what year it was I was uh, there you were running the shop front of house back of house you were doing all of it like many people do you know we're wearing all the hats and uh Craig your husband had another job but mm-hmm. now you both work. This is a full-time, amazing mm-hmm. business. So he's working full-time. The two of you are doing this business together. Hats off. I love that. Um, do you want to talk about divisions of duties? Yeah. Do you have yeah. divisions? That I, Thank you. I think I know the answer, but do you have a division of duties? Do you want to share how you work? Because that's not an easy thing for some people. <laughs> so how's that going? No, it wasn't to start with. And definitely division of duties. Like we... 100% because we also have 360 different ways of doing the same thing, right? It's important that I keep what's mine and he keeps what his and we just are on the same team. So working together is 90% awesome and amazing, but there's also challenges to it, right? One being we both do things differently. The other thing is married. So we, we work to the switch to be um, in a different relationship, really, you know, you have to, you, you know, you're married and that's, that's the most important relationship. So I think when we started him coming into the shop full time created a lot of challenges, of course, who does what, who's the boss on what day, how things are done, of course. But I think the main challenge was figuring out what we do after work, mm-hmm. right? Cause like there's some days that we would home from work and he would go do his thing and I would go do my thing which is I'll I'll need to turn it off Um, but then the two days off would be gone and we'd be back to work and we wouldn't have that connection as a husband and wife so we've had to make very clear expectations and boundaries both at the shop and at home and um, yeah I think he's been there I want to say like five or six years now so it's working out okay yeah I love that and I do love before Craig even worked with you, I always loved, I actually had you speak to our members. Uh, Christy's a member mm-hmm. of the inner circle and she came in and spoke to fellow members about boundaries of life. <laughs> Let's talk about that because boundaries yeah. of life are important. And you used to go home and like, leave your laptop, close, leave your laptop at the shop and go home. And so you could enjoy a quality of life and not be tied to that. And I admire the heck out mm-hmm. of that. As you know, it's hard to have those boundaries. And also we'll mm-hmm. burn out if we don't take care of ourselves. So marriage oh, yeah. is a great conversation oh, yeah. about that. You can't burn out your marriage. I 
as somebody who does work with her yeah. husband, well, too, we have to have division of duty as well and conversation and boundaries around that. Yeah. But also, yeah, you own your business and everything. I say everything rides on the business. I don't mean that, but you know, you feel this pressure a lot, a lot of the time. So how do you keep personal boundaries, either you and Craig together, or how do you, how do you stay healthy in your mind? I know, like, if you want to share a little bit about sometimes it's hard mm -hmm. to be on all the time. We have all the, like, we, you know, we're doing it all. So how do you stay healthy? Do you have, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, well, with my relationship with Craig, um, actually anyone in my life, but Craig's specifically to the shop, communication, communication, communication. Every Tuesday, which is our Monday, first thing we do is sit down and have a meeting. And we write out all the week's goals and who's going to take care of what. We also write out our weekend goals and what we want to do together. So we we make that just as important as the business goals. So I know like on Sunday, I'm going to do my thing. He's going to do his thing. Monday, we're going on a road trip for lunch somewhere, you know, so that's really wonderful. For boundaries, personally, I think we always put them on the very far back burner, not just as women and wives and mothers, but also as entrepreneurs, like I need this to work out. And so I used to think that if I was working on my business, every minute of every day, it would grow faster, better, stronger. And I did that when it first opened. And I found that that was actually not true at all. I couldn't give 100% of myself to not just the business, but to anything. And I became resentful, which is weird. I became resentful to myself when I'm the one making those choices. And the other thing is, is I have mental health. So I have anxiety and I have depression. And um, it's just kind of becomes a life survival skill for me at at the end of the day, I cannot push myself further than I know I can. And I have no problem saying not today. No, I just, and people, uh, of course, some people react to that. But I'm gratefully to the point where I make no apologies for it. You know, when people would be like, oh, I've been trying to come into your store for two days and you're always closed. I used to get defensive and feel bad. And now, I say, I'm really sorry I missed you. What can I help you with? Because everyone gets and deserves some days off, right? Right. So it's 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 a everyday decision to make the time. And um, I actually feel more balanced and more successful now taking the time than I ever did trying to be a martyr in my own business. Yeah. I and I I see that in you. Thank you for sharing that. You yeah. know, we need to take care. We need to fuel our own cup and take care of our ourselves yeah. first. It's the oxygen mask yeah. ourselves first. You know, yeah. to, to like an airplane. But you know, and I see you do that so well now. I I feel like you sort of unapologetically stepped into. And, and I, and you see, I say this because I see this publicly. I see what you, what you yeah. portray publicly with your clients. It's, you know, today's a hard day. Today was a hard day, you know, and Greg, Craig will be in the shop today. I won't be there today. So I think yeah. it's important. Everybody, everybody has a mental health um, 
moment. Like we all have to take care mm -hmm. of ourselves that we don't do it. So thank mm -hmm. you for, from a, the point of view of a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners for saying that and for acknowledging that we just can't burn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no gold medal for hustling. Like it's just not, you're, you're going to yeah. burn yourself out. So taking care of yourself and sharing that with your clients and sharing that with your people yeah. is like, no, unapologetically, I, I, I admire that so much. I feel like you're fully wearing your CEO hat every time you do that. I feel like, yeah, look Thank at her you. go, look at her go, look at her, you know, we'll get back to you when we can, right? Yeah. We're the best we can with what we yeah. have. Well, I feel like it's going to get done. Mm -hmm. It is. I am a list maker because it helps just, I do a brain dump um, every Tuesday. But also as things come to mind, if I can't get to it right now, I add it to my list. I have a coil notebook where I write every single thing down, whether it's a voicemail call, whether it's a doodle, whether it's math and numbers, like I don't have scribble pads, I have that notebook. And so I always know where everything is. So if I have to refer to it, I know it's there, but I'm a big list maker and um, I know it's going to get done. So it doesn't have to be done today. I know it's going to be done. I also have to give up control too. And that was a big thing when Craig came on board. I did things my way, how I wanted to do them, when I wanted to do them. And um, you can't expect help and still have that much control because really, does it really matter how the brushes are washed? Does it really matter? Yes, it does. <laughs> All the posts. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah. But, you know, like once you show them and they're doing it, like, right. yeah, it's good. You know, does it? matter if the poster is hung in that window instead of that window it looks great like a Let lot of it is that Let too which also takes off it it's I'm a big like I need this off my mental load I need this off my brain and I will keep the ones that are very important to me and non-negotiable but I really need to ask for help and have expectations on the people that are helping to help ease that yeah. I, and I, again, a big lesson for all of us, whether it's working with your spouse or working with a team, yeah. let it go, <laughs> you know, let yeah. it go. We can't be the visionaries and the dreamers and these CEO business growers, which I think you're just doing so beautifully Yeah, in, in, in many ways. And I, I, I want to kind of come back to that. So thank you for sharing that about, you know, letting go mm -hmm. and sharing and, um, it, and taking care of ourselves. I think that's a big lesson that I, you know, I really wanted to chat with you about. I do think you've also with this honesty and openness with staying um, on brand and the vibe and everything with your shop, you have built an incredible community of raving fans. I always call them allies and believers of in, in your community. And again, I know it's not a big mm -hmm. community, but you know, I, I see you like you post a piece of furniture and it's gone. <laughs> They're just waiting for your next creation. You know, they're mm -hmm. waiting for you to, you know, uh, which I'm laughing because behind the scenes, I yeah. always think like, she's probably like, oh, dang, now I got to have any place to, you know, I have to fill that spot again. Like, oh, that we, happens. Yeah. Yeah. We all feel that way. It's just funny. This is <laughs> a good problem to have though. It's right. A good problem to have. But, but I do see yeah, you know, it's, it's posted and there's this massive like feeling the vibe is even on your social media. The vibe is there. You carry your vibe, not just in your store. You carry that vibe into your social media. I feel your community around you. I know your community loves you. Any tips for listeners, other retailers on how to, how to just keep communicating that vibe, like what's working for you in marketing right now to keep your community mm -hmm. 
Is it in store? Is it social media? Like, what are you, what, what's, what's working and that you're loving to do right now to keep your community warm and in love with you? Yeah. I think I, I try to be a real active part of the community. Mm. So, um, and that is showing who I am Mm -hmm. and being real and honest because I, I think I think about how people feel a lot, not just in my business, but also in my life. Mm -hmm. And I always go, they will never remember what I showed them on the shelf or what we talked about even. They might not even remember what they bought later on, but they will always, 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 always remember how they feel. And based on that is going to be dependent if they come back. So by just being myself, we're going to form a relationship and um, we're going to form a community, right? So I try to have that vibe being in the shop, very much comfortable and open and safe and encouraging on my social media. I just be myself, honestly. Like I think most times I do a video, I don't rewatch it. Because I know I will pick out the things that I wish I didn't do, but then I'm not being myself, right? right. Mm-hmm. I, I I try to just like my blooper reels, like I'll be doing a video and something will happen. Like I was doing posters on the wall and one fell off mid, mid show. And so, you know, I, I added it and I had a blooper reel. Like people come in all the time and talk about my blooper reels. And so I just really try to invoke the feeling that I hope people have in the shop onto my social media and just know that um, it's the same. I'm always rooting for you. I'm, I care. I'm invested. I want to know more about you. So I'm letting you know more about me. But then on the flip side of it too, having those boundaries, I also have things that I keep close to myself you're sharing online but pretty much I just just be myself and show off what I'm doing I don't really worry too much about like posting every day or the algorithms like I really just want to paint and so that's kind of where my goal is is to just paint and create and um, have fun with my marketing and just try not to overthink it and I'm really glad it shows through like a lot of people will uh, come in and comment on my videos and they'll say like, oh, it was so funny or it was so great. Um, and they'll show it to people, which has value to me. Mm-hmm. And that sort of extends the marketing without me really doing anything. Well, that is the marketing. <laughs> just like that is, what, oh, yeah. that is that just yeah, FYI, right. that yeah. is the marketing. You know, when people are sharing and showing, by the way, that is the marketing. It is, it, it is bonus. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not a formula. And that I actually, I was hoping that's what you were going to say is because you are shining. Yeah. Again, not just on social media, I would like to, you know, kind of go back to what you said about showing up in your community as well. I know that you're a big advocate of fellow shop owners, you mentioned that, yeah. about, you know, the, the flower shop, and you talk a lot about even when you're, you know, you share your local restaurants, you share, you know, being mm-hmm. part of a community matters like socially economically being like our success I believe wholeheartedly that small independent businesses 
thrive when they do all of the authentic things that you're doing. I mean, there's all the things, you know, we have to do and know the math and be true to our vibe and all of that. But we also really have to remember that our survival and our whole community, like you're, you're literally on like the cutest main street or area, like main drag or like there's like films there, like all, you know, Oh, it's a Hallmark town. Yeah. Yeah, You live in a, yeah. Yeah. I live in a Hallmark town. You live in a Hallmark. We live in (laughs) matchy Hallmark towns, but the the coast to coast, by the way, anybody listening, I live way on the East coast. I live (laughs) a long ways. I like complete opposite end of Canada and uh, Christie's in BC way on the other end, both matching Hallmark towns, I would say, but true, but true enough Mm -hmm. though. We bookend it pretty good. (laughs) We do well, don't we? We we joke about like being a community advocate is really important. Like getting out, spending money in your town, supporting other. Again, economic and social viability is important. And I see you do that. And that's how chatter matters. People meet Christy and they see how sweet she is. And she has this shop and she paints these things and, you know, whatever. Even if they don't know everything that we do, they do yeah. know the key things, right? They've met you. They know you're cool and you've got a vibe yourself, you, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they know, you know, oh, she runs that shop down the street. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of us forget to get out of our shops. I see that a lot. And so, yeah. and I, yeah. I know that not necessarily that that's a strategy of marketing. Mm-hmm. It is, it's working. I see it working well for you. So um, yeah, uh, hats off to you. And hundred percent works. I mean, we had a new business do their grand opening on Saturday. So I made sure that I was there. And I was there for five minutes, but it matters. It's they're hard. part of our community. They're my neighbor. They're part of my business community. I will show up for you, right? Um, I don't carry certain things because I know, you know, Bill and Bonnie carry those at the art supply store. So when people come in asking, I say, I don't, but Bill and Bonnie up the street do. And it it goes back and forth like that all the time. So if I was the only one on my street, I would have been closed a long time ago. Like we all need each other. Mm-hmm. We all need each other to survive and have it work because they come see me, they'll go for lunch. They'll go here, they'll go there, they'll go here. And it's an experience that invokes emotion again. And pretty soon our town becomes a little destination for other villages and other cities that, oh, let's go spend the day in Qualicum Beach because they know that we're all different and we all support one another. And that's part of being the community, right? Like I'm not, I I would rather show up for people than put an ad in the paper, I guess, because to me, that's not very personal. I'm a big like, hi, I'm Christy. I own Revive Vintage. And, oh my God, I love your store. Right. And here's some money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's flow too, right? There's a whole energy around supporting others and letting it come back to you. I, yeah. I do think. Well, it was interesting because we went to Vancouver to take our daughter to university. And of course I was like excited for the big city because it's been a long time since I was in the big city. So I had a list of all my favorite stores I wanted to go see, which were my favorite stores in Calgary. And I was so excited. And, you know, I had stores and it's not, it's not a slight against the stores. They're beautiful box stores. But I came home and I'm like, I 
would rather buy that or similar from Robin, from Lisa, from Brittany, from Tom, because I'm supporting my neighbors, but it also goes further than me just handing over money at a big box store, right? Like they're buying groceries, they're sending their kids to ballet or, or hockey. So I feel like spending money in my own community, not just to support them actually is like double duty. I'm supporting them, but I'm also feeling good about it. Yeah, yeah. And that, that sums up why what I think our customers feel as well too. Even, yeah. even if they have no concept of, a lot of people don't have the concept or like customers don't really realize that big box versus small, you know, the importance of it like yeah. we do, right? But oh, yeah. the feeling they get and, you know, how, yeah. and I think like right now we are on, I, I, I don't know if I want to say a rising tide or whatever we want to call this, like this rise of small business because people are craving to be seen and to be spoken to and to be yeah. humanizing people again, <laughs> like yeah. looking them in the eye and connection, conversation and connection with Chris mm -hmm. is so much nicer. I'm not mm -hmm. saying we have to be best friends, buddies with every customer that walks in the door. Oh no, yeah. They want, they like, we're, if we stay true to our vibes of quality products, quality service, yeah, being interested in looking at customers coming across the threshold of our shop, not as a transaction and a number, but as, you know, an, another human coming in and, hey, look, I get to work with, you know, or or, or speak to so-and-so today and hopefully they'll find our shop interesting. I just, I, there's a whole vibe there. There's a whole difference. And I think we're on this rising, I think it's coming back. I think it was kind of gone for a few years. <laughs> now it might be coming back, but anyway, mm -hmm. and I, 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 I love everything that you do in your shop. So I'm going to encourage everybody. Yeah. We'll have all your information, obviously, in our show notes. I agree. How to find you and yeah. go to. I think, I think people were razzled death. Um, people are just craving connection. I think, yeah. I think um, the internet was a very razzle dazzle thing, like order online and it magically appears on your doorstep. Um, and, but I think people are really craving connection and relationships and they want to know that they matter, but also their money matters because we're working extra hard for it nowadays, right? So when people buy paint and supplies for me, every single one gets my business card with that. If anything weird happens when you're painting at home and I'm, you know, I'm not there, you can email and call me, you know, I will help or if anything, any, any questions come up, please call me. Like there's that follow through of, uh, I'm actually just as invested in your purchase as you are and you don't you definitely don't get that online no definitely not so do you have any advice as we wrap up any advice that you'd like to leave our mm -hmm. listeners with on how to create that connection or anything else you'd like to just share maybe that we haven't covered um I think just be real Right. We're all going through the same thing and we all like to pretend we're not. And I don't really ever understand that because the things we're going through is actually the only thing in all of our lives that is similar. Right. And so I'm always um, just encouraging people to like, just, just be yourselves, you know, like that's what's going to make your shift with your community. And also just, it's a lot less stressful for yourself to run a business where you know you can just 
be honest. Like, hey, I took an extra day off this week to stay home and bake cookies in my jammies. But hey, don't worry, the shop's open and, you know, Craig's there to help you out. Or just, just, we need to have the conversation mm-hmm. easier and more frequently. I totally agree. Yeah, that's a, a great, a, a great reminder. Thank you. As we wrap up, mm-hmm. I want to ask you a few yeah. questions, uh, rapid fire questions. Okay. <laughs> See if you. Oh God. Okay. I'm ready. This. Okay. <sighs> nothing, nothing scary. And if you, okay. What is the show? There's one of those talk shows where you can say pass, say pass if you want to. <laughs> okay. okay. How do you gather courage when you need it? I, um, I, I'm a reactor. So anytime I'm hit with a roadblock, I want to fix it right now, today. And so I don't really sit in the roadblock rut very long. I kind of look at it as more as a puzzle. And I'm like, okay, this is what's presented to me. What are the options? Like I'm like to move forward. And so in, in my way, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm tackling it. I'm not just letting it sit there. Uh, and I'm also reminding myself that I've, I've gotten through every a hundred percent of the hard things in my life I've gotten through. And this is just one more. And so, um, just have the faith in myself to know that it's just one more. And I, I got it. Like I've always got it. It's just a puzzle to work out. And that's usually where my most creative ideas come from. So I'm always grateful for them too. Wow. That's a great reminder. What, uh, I'm scared about this one now. <laughs> what's a surprise? Oh, I know. What's a surprise hidden talent? Well, I think, I think my family would say I'm really, really good at finding heart shaped everything. I would agree on that. I have seen that. The beach in the woods in the clouds in the dirt I get very excited and I make sure everyone comes to me to to look at it like to go beachcombing with our daughter I'm always like Madeline does this look like a heart no oh Madeline does this look like a heart no but to me they do and then later on she'll be like yeah mom you did good they're all heart so that's if that's a talent I don't know okay so I have a weird like we had so you and I have a lot of similarities in a lot of yeah. things chatted before about that I have a heart-shaped rock collection downstairs I do too and I collect heart-shaped rocks and I find them a lot so there you go yeah I I do too there you go so we're like again twinsies on opposite ends of the country so I have a collection in my laundry room in my bathroom I have a zen room plant and yoga meditation room I have it there and I have it at my front door too because I want it to be the last thing I see when I leave. And the first thing I see when I come home are a bowl of hearts. Okay. I don't have that many. You're like, you're, <laughs> you're winning on that one. I got to catch up. <laughs> okay. Well, well there is- might be questions if they are hearts, but to me, they are close enough. <laughs> this brings us to the next question. What, when you're not working, when you're not in the business, what yeah. is your favorite thing to do hobby or otherwise? I bet you I know this one. What do you love doing? I, I'm a, I love like to me doing nothing is doing something. Yeah. I don't really fall into like, oh, I did nothing today. I was so lazy. Like, no, that is time earned time well spent. And that is productive time. So 
I make sure that I do nothing. And that is, you know, either just puttering around my house or watching a movie, reading a book. Um, I started doing watercolor again. So doing that, but just whatever. I mean, you could do all of those in half an hour and it's still time well spent. Um, my other favorite thing I try to do every day is go to the beach. We live here and I never want to take it for granted. And so beach combing. Oh, I spent hours beach combing. That's probably um, what me and Craig actually do the most together outside the shop next to like regular life of dinner and laundry. <laughs> I love that. So I just, what did I, you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say that. And I actually am holding in my okay. hand an oyster shell from your beach. That I collect I yeah. was filming with you and we had so much fun on your beach <laughs> and we did my beach here, but I, this is yours. I keep a reminder because it is really important. We've built business we could be going to work other places doing other things you are a great yeah. example you ran away from home and you ran away I from did, yeah. your big big busy life and went and followed your yeah. dream to this beach mm -hmm. community and opened your shop I did the same I ran away from home as you know yeah to a community to a small town but you're you're um uh, like I don't, I don't know the word I'm trying to think of the words I'm I'm not a wordsmith as many people know but uh, mm -hmm. your dedication to maintaining your healthy life and now mm -hmm. Craig's working with you your lifestyle you're running mm -hmm. the business 10 years in that's amazing that's yeah amazing. this awesome. month yeah going to the beach every day I see you at the beach every day I knew you were I think it's like you're not taking advantage taking taking it for granted I love that you said that I feel the yeah. same I appreciate every day when I get to go outside for my walk by the ocean yeah. like it's crazy yeah Really, I so I'm so I'm just so happy that you took time to join us here today. I really am. Yeah, I'm appreciative of your time. I know you have a busy a busy day and a busy time. And I think our listeners, I just such good reminders to do. You know, just to be, just to be. And I mean, yeah. you're fully like I consider you one of the best CEOs that I know. And <gasps> I, I like yes. well the way you're running your business. You're authentic. Yeah. You're, right things you're looking at the math because a lot of people don't look at the math yeah. we're not in business 10 years if you're not looking at yeah. the math, right and yeah. just hats off to you lots of great takeaways thank you um what's next for rv what's next anything exciting happening coming up that uh, you want to share with us well um it's our 10 year which like in itself just blows my mind i can't believe that when i first opened i really just crossed my fingers for two Cause I kind of use that as my gauge of like, yeah, that would be successful. You know, I'd be proud of myself with two, yeah, two years. The fact that we're, Oh, right. Yeah. Eight years ago. Yeah. So the fact that it's 10 years, but like, that's a huge, wonderful, big deal. Yeah. And so we're going to try to make it a huge, wonderful, big deal community and um, sharing for us and, coming in. And so that's, that's happening. Um, but I'm also at a pivot point in our business. It's been 10 years, you know, and, and we also do workshops, but this year we decided to pivot and change them. So they're seasonal instead of year round, you know, and there was a lot of reasons for that. One is I'm, I need a, a, a bit broader balance in the work life thing. Cause I am like 10 years older and I'm also interested in doing other things on the side um, for my own self. 
Um, but it's also time. It's time. It's been 10 years. So we have that change happening and we're going to just fill that space with uh, everything in our storage unit because that makes sense, right? Like people come in all the time. Like, do you have a dresser? I'm looking for side tables. I want to paint it myself. And for me to be like, well, it's in my storage unit. No, let's just put it in the shop. It just ties into the brand, the, 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 the logo, the furniture, the paintbrush. So I'm really excited too, because I have forgotten what's in the back of the storage unit. Yeah. What a great reminder as well, too. What a great shift and great move state. You know, you're still staying true, but we do have to keep checking and keep, you know, <laughs> revisiting our brand and what we're doing and how we're serving people. And sometimes things are super simple. And sometimes like that's a, that's a mm -hmm. super simple idea that it's time, right? Like it makes sense, it's, right? That it happens to you. Yeah. yeah. So that's a great, and congratulations on your 10 years. It's a very, Thank you. very well-deserved. Thank you. I wish I could fly out and open some champagne with you, but <laughs> so we'll, you will soon. You will, we will soon. soon. Yes, I know. So thank you so much, Christy. I really appreciate your time and attention being here and your energy and sharing with our audience. I, it's a great takeaways for everybody. Thank you for being here. Uh, well, thank you for asking me. You know, I was just like, when you first asked like me, really, why? And so that was just the, the just ultimate uh, compliment. And anytime I get to visit you, uh, I'll show up every time. Well, I might have you have to have you back on again. Thanks. So I appreciate I appreciate you. We'll talk soon. <laughs>it for this week's episode of the creative shop talk podcast i'm so glad that you're here to join us this week and i hope you found value in what we're sharing here i want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes you can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me if i can support you in any way whatsoever please feel free to reach out so thanks for joining us please leave a review subscribe if you can and never miss an episode we hope to see you back here again next week thanks my friend have a great week